Our great example and instructor in prayer is the Lord Jesus Christ. In God's Word, we find everything we need to develop a life of prayer. Join Scott Pauley today as we study the Bible together. Now I want you to be honest with me today. Have you ever said to someone in passing, I'm praying for you or I will pray for you? and then fail to pray for that person? We've all done that, haven't we? And there's a Bible word for that. Did you know there's a Bible word for that? It's called lying. That's exactly right. When we say we're going to pray for somebody, but we don't do it, and then that's not telling the truth. Uh, so many times we've done it sincerely because we really meant it. We wanted to pray for that person, but then we failed to do it. I have learned, for me personally, there's a couple of practical things that have helped. One is I often stop right then and there and pray for them. I at least breathe a prayer to God from my heart for that individual. And many times I'll just stop and say, well, let's pray together right now and pray with them. That's often meaningful. And then another thing that's helped me is write it down. A short pencil is better than a long memory. And so if you can write down names and needs, that's a very good thing. And not just for, for mere routine, but as a reminder to yourself to pray for that person. We're walking through the Apostle Paul's prayer list in Colossians chapter 1 for a local church. And we're learning what it means to pray for our own local churches. Uh, we've learned already that we should pray that every one of us in the church would understand the will of God. We find that in Colossians chapter 1, verse number 9, where he said, I desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of His will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And then we've learned that we should pray that every one of us will please the Lord with our lives, that you might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. And then we learned in our last study, that we should pray that every member, every one of us, would bear more fruit in the work of the Lord. In the words of Paul, being fruitful in every good work. But I'll draw your attention back now to Colossians chapter 1, verse number 10, and point out that the verse doesn't end there. That there's no period that in fact there's an and. And increasing in the knowledge of God. And so here's a fourth thing on Paul's prayer list. He prayed that they would grow in their knowledge of God. And we have this idea, people come to know God as their personal Savior, and then they know the Lord. But actually, that's not the end. That's just the beginning. All of the Christian life is about increasing in your knowledge of God, growing in your knowledge of the Lord. Peter said that we're to grow in the grace and knowledge of Christ. I wonder, are you still a growing Christian? When did you stop growing? Some people say, well, I've been a, a Christian. I've had 50 years of experience with the Lord. They say that because they got saved 50 years ago. But in fact, they have about 30 years of experience with the Lord because 20 years ago they stopped growing. I wonder, is there any point in your life where you stopped growing in your own knowledge of the Lord? The longer I live, the more I study God's Word, the more experience I have, the more I realize I don't know. It's funny how when you're young you have all the answers and you think you know the Lord and know everything. And yet as you get older you realize how great God is, how infinite He is, and how little we've entered into. And God says, I've got more for you. You see, our God is never a God of less and less. He's always a God of more and more. Uh, Romans teaches that. There's always more to come. And uh, the Bible says that the path of the just is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. We're to be growing Christians. 
And so if you want a church to grow, that's not about bigger buildings or bigger crowds or bigger budgets. A growing church is a church where individuals in the church are growing in the grace and knowledge of Jesus Christ. And we should pray that every one of us will grow in our knowledge of the Lord. I love this word all uh, that is used in Scripture. Unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might. Think of all that God has for us. Think of all the Lord wants to teach us and then how little of that we've entered into. Oh, I get so under conviction myself even talking about this. Are you hungry to know God today? Are you thirsty to go on with the Lord, to pursue Him? The psalmist said, As the heart panteth after the water brooks, so panteth my soul after thee, O God. Moses said, Show me now thy glory that I may know thee. Samuel said, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. The Apostle Paul said, Oh, that I may know Him and the power of His resurrection and the fellowship of His sufferings being made conformable unto His death. Don't get content with where you are. There's more that the Lord wants to teach you. As a matter of fact, the entire book of Colossians is about the sufficiency of Christ, coming to understand Christ who is everything. In the same chapter of Colossians 1, is the key verse to the whole book. It says, And He, Christ, is the head of the body of the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have the preeminence. So one thing we should pray in our church, Lord, help us to know the head better. We're members of the body. We're grateful for that. But sometimes I think we give more attention to the members of the body than we do the head. Uh, let's give more attention to Christ, that Christ would be all that we would grow in our understanding of who He is and how much we need Him and what we have in Him. Let's pray that we'll grow in our knowledge of God. And then, look at the beginning of verse 11. Strengthened with all might according to His glorious power. It's interesting how these things build on each other, isn't it? That as we grow in our knowledge of God, the strength grows out of that. Our conviction is strengthened. Our courage comes because of who God is. And so here's the fifth thing on Paul's prayer list for the local church. He's praying that they will learn to live every day in God's strength and God's power. I'm afraid sometimes, even in local churches, we operate so much on financial power or personality power or the power of our knowledge or the power of our influence in the community. Friends, that's all earthly. That's manward. Godward prayer brings Godward power. Coming to realize we need the strength that only His might can give. Listen to the words of the Old Testament. Not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, saith the Lord. We need the power of the Holy Spirit. We need the fresh filling of the Spirit of the living God. Pray that for your pastor this week. Pray it for your Sunday school teacher. Pray it for other church members. But my friend, if you're going to pray it for them, pray it for yourself. Pray that you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit. Pray that you will have strength to resist the tempter, that you will have the strength to press on in faith, that you will have the strength to be faithful. Because I'm just going to tell you, we don't have that kind of strength on our own. And if you want your church to be strong, and everyone that loves Christ and loves the local church wants their church to be strong, if you want your church to be strong, then pray in the words of the Apostle Paul that every one of us will be strengthened with all might according to His glorious power. And I'm going to tell you, 
When the glorious power of God shows up in a church, you know it. It sets a church apart from every other church. It sets a church apart from every civic organization and every other thing going on in town when God shows up, when the Lord comes to church. Would you like the Lord to come to church this week? Oh, He's there. Where two or three are gathered together, He's in the midst. But would you like His glorious power to be demonstrated? Would you like His strength to be made known? And begin to pray that today. And then go to the house of God expectantly to see the Lord here and answer your prayers for the local church. Thank you for joining us for today's study. We deeply appreciate your prayers for this work and hope that you'll visit our website, scottpauley.org, where you'll have an opportunity to invest in the gospel. Would you consider giving a gift to help us extend God's word to others? You'll also find many other encouraging resources. Our prayer for you is that with Christ, you will enjoy the journey.